0: Hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of Priorities on Purpose. It's your girl, Melissa Bat. And listen, the day that I'm actually recording this intro, it's actually like, I don't know what they call it, National Podcast Day, something podcast day. And so I want you to know that this month, it signifies a year. I celebrate my one year anniversary at the very end of the month for having this podcast. and. I want you to know that I don't celebrate the success of it as often as I probably should because, I don't know, I just don't want to be braggy, but Your Girl has been ranked, this podcast has been ranked, I should say, in the top 2.5% of all podcasts in the world. We've ranked in lots of different countries, including the United States. And we are getting ready to transition. If you haven't, you probably have noticed if you're a regular listener, we're transitioning away from the direct sales space more into life because it's definitely where I've wanted to go for a really long time. And I think I'm like finally feeling like God has given me the green light to go and just focus on life coaching and helping people with conflicts and creating boundaries and communication and all of the things that I mean, I talk about on a regular basis. I don't know how many people who listen to this podcast and they're like, I'm not a direct seller, but I love listening to your (laughs) podcast. Thank you. Because really, The only reason direct seller is in it, well, I do have a lot of experience and I've learned a lot from the direct sales industry. I've coached thousands of women being in that industry. And the one thing that a lot of them have in common is they're women and they do a lot. And sometimes we get distracted, right? And so I'm super excited to be going more in that direction and I hope you are here for it. My guess is if you're listening to this episode, you're definitely here for it. So today you're going to be listening to a conversation that I shared in 2021 inside the Real Talk Tribe community. You should know the Real Talk Tribe community. It, like The group still exists, but I'm not putting a lot of time and energy there because the group isn't supposed to be me feeding it. It's supposed to be a place where women connect. And so I would love for you to go there and start connecting with people. But right now, it just seemed like it was all me doing all the work and trying to get people to connect and talk. And I have the podcast. That's where you're going to get the value now versus in the past, before the podcast, I would put it inside the World Talk Tribe community. So if you want to be a member of that group, I would love to invite you. Just know that I'm not really super active in there and don't plan to be unless people are posting and then I will respond and answer questions and all of that stuff. Okay, so this is based on a conversation I had with my dad in October of 2021. Someone wrote a check for a million dollars. And gave it to their church. And the story is so amazing. And I just want you to hear it. Like, what it's like to be on the side of, like, oh my gosh, like, God, do you really want me to do this? Like, that get out of the boat moment of, am I really going to do this? Am I going to trust God and walk on the water? And his church was doing that. And, As he was walking that out, God had someone anonymously write a check for a million dollars and send it to him for their building because they were outgrowing their So, I'm going to give a shout out real quick to Cleveland Worship Center in Cleveland, Georgia, because that's the church that my dad goes to. And I also have to just say, and I think I talk about this in the episode, they have done such a good job helping my dad feel seen and valued and known. And he loves it there. Rylan, my gonna be 15-year-old this next week, he loves it there. He goes for the summer and helps my dad. And the whole time he is there, like he loves, he honestly, I'm pretty sure he loves that church more than he loves the church we actually attend on a regular basis. They go out of their way to go above and beyond and they really made him feel like he had a place as well. So it's where my dad goes to church. It's where Ryland goes for probably a month over the summer and they're just doing it well. They're doing a church well. They're being the church. They're connecting and getting people plugged in well. And so kudos to you, Cleveland Worship Center. I love you and I cannot Thank you enough for what you have done to give my dad a family there when really, like, none of us live near him. So he has y'all. And for that, I'm super grateful. So get ready. Are you ready? I hope you are. Let's go. Hey there, I'm Alyssa Batt, the host of Priorities On Purpose, a podcast for overwhelmed direct sellers who wanna grow their income, audience, and influence without sacrificing their mental health and main priorities. Whether you're just starting a new adventure or you're 15 years in and have already climbed the ranks, I wanna help you have the life and the business of your dreams. Can you see it? Can you feel it? Or maybe you thought you had it and something changed. Whether you have your entire dream mapped out or have completely given up on all the possibilities, I'm here to remind you that God is bigger than the little box we put Him in. This side gig is part of His plan. It's not your sole purpose, but it absolutely has purpose. As a Christian life and business coach, I'm here to help you get out of your head and live with intention so you can enjoy what matters most without the guilt. More time to do what you love, more peace, more impact, more money, and opportunities to give to those you wanna help. I promise to be your hype girl, business bestie, and biggest cheerleader as I share proven and simple strategies that will be sure to help you live a fulfilled life with a strong, sustainable business. Are you ready to stop chasing all the shiny things and get laser focused? Put your earbuds in while you're cooking dinner or folding out laundry and let's get to it, friend. This is one time when multitasking is actually going to be beneficial. I feel like the vision God has given me is to help you be intentional to live a life linked arms with Him. And my job is to kind of help you get there. Okay. So did I know that at the time when I started? No. I've received the clarity as I've gone through this. Okay. So at the time was like, okay, what are some things that I feel like has totally impacted my life? And adventure is one of them. I have committed to doing something uncomfortable. Literally, I feel like it's every single day. And sometimes they're big, sometimes they're not. But living outside of my comfort zone is definitely something that has served me well. And I encourage you to do it as well. So Sunday, I just felt like I need to call my dad. I hadn't talked to him for a few days. He had COVID a few, I guess, probably a month ago. And he's still not doing like the best. He just has low energy, that kind of thing. And so I was like, I, I just let me call my dad real quick. So I called him. And if you know the story of my dad, you should know that like him going to church is a huge deal. Didn't see that coming, but God did. Y'all, I'm telling you, if you are praying for someone or you are praying for something, have a heart of expectation because God will do it. OK, that's a little extra. It definitely goes with what we're talking about. So I call my dad. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And he was like, ah, I have some lab work coming up this week, blah, 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 blah. And I didn't even ask him about church. He said, man, I got to tell you, today at church was emotional. And he was like, something happened. And I'm like, what do you mean something happened? He's like, I mean, I was weepy. And my dad is like, in his 70s, a Marine, weeping is not something that he talks about. Like he's not a crier. And so he was like, it's very rare for me to cry at church. It's probably rare for him to cry at all. I was like, what happened? Like, you are not going to believe this. And I'm like, okay, tell me. So he tells me the stories. He goes then, he serves security at his church. And shout out to Cleveland Worship Center in Cleveland, Georgia, if by chance you watch this. Thank you. Thank you for giving my dad a place like where he feels like he is needed wanted and useful because he needed that so bad in his life. And I think every church do that, just do that, like help them feel like they have a place. They have done that for my dad. So he was like at the security meeting, he calls it a, a job bracing. And in there, they're getting ready to wrap up and the pastor comes in and the is like, hey guys, I just, I'm going to need to talk to you for a minute. And He was white as a ghost, my dad said. And he said he thought that somebody died. Like he was like super white, pale, ghost-like, in shock. He's like, I'm gonna need to talk to you about something really serious here. And he comes in and he has this envelope. Y'all, someone donated one million dollars to their church. What you don't know is that their church has been growing like their youth department has been growing like a lot and they had already planned to have a like kind of a vision thing where they kind of share where they've been and where they're going and what God is doing and they knew that it was time so sometimes God puts something on our heart that seems impossible or like i think about the gym that we just purchased it was so big And it seemed impossible. What I'm doing now seemed impossible. The things that I speak out on seemed impossible, but God. And so they were launching like their vision Sunday where they say, listen, we're growing so much that we need more space. So we are going to have to build again. Like it was that kind of message. What they didn't know is this million dollars was going to come in the same day. And so In the message that I shared here on my page, you will see where they talk about where they've been. I think they said five years ago, God had told them to like build a church in this area on this specific land that they are using. And it seemed crazy at the time. And five years later, like the youth are taking over on Wednesday nights, the entire sanctuary. Like they are moving adults Discipleship and all like the adult stuff to a totally different location two minutes down the road, because the amount of youth that are coming to church on Wednesdays is growing. Now, first of all, and he talks about this in the message, like it is hard to get kids, youth to a church on Wednesdays in the middle of a pandemic when COVID is still happening. Hello. Do you see how God is moving? And if they would not have taken action, Five years ago, when it seemed like crazy big, they wouldn't have a place right now for these youth who need to be there. Do you know how many people, how many children, how many teenagers are feeling alone, like they have nobody, they have no hope, suicide after suicide, because these kids feel like they had no hope, and because they were able to see the vision of where God wanted to take them, these kids now have a place to go. And then on the same day that they're like, by the way, we're going to have to expand again. We're going to need to be, we're growing and we need more building to take care of this. Someone donates $1 million, $1 million anonymously, anonymously, a million dollars comes in. I think about this for my friend, Dominique, y'all know, I talk about bridge to home a lot, which by the way, we're going to be doing another fundraiser in November. She doesn't even know this, but I talked about it yesterday with our chief encourager in the Real Talk Tribe. And we are going to be doing another Move Your Body Challenge because in November, as we get closer to holidays, that's when everyone kind of slacks and kind of gets out of their routine. And so we are doing a Move Your Body Challenge next month. And so anyways, I think of my friend Dominique with Bridge to Home. They to have to raise $300,000, okay? $300,000. So far, I think they've raised $18,000 all year. And their goal is to be in the building in January. Like, they have to have a sprinkler system, which is $15,000. Like, all of this stuff. It seems impossible, y'all. It seems impossible. They were supposed to find out about these grants they applied for. That's postponed till to, to December. I want you to know, never underestimate the power of God because he will do it. The other thing I want to tell you, I'm going to read this again. I talked about it before. It was interesting because in the message from Cleveland Worship Center, which you can find on this page, he talks in Genesis about Abram. Abram and Sarah. You can hear that part because I didn't pull that up in my Bible, but you can definitely go read in Genesis about Abram, who God then called Abraham, okay? He's the father of many nations. If you've ever been to church, even as a kid, you may know the song, Father Abraham had many sons. I am one of them and so are you. That's all I can remember off the top of my head, but it's like a fun song for kids. Anyway, so that is Abraham, okay? He was super old. He was almost a 100 years old. When God said, you're going to be the father of many nations. And he's like, wait, what? His wife, her womb was barren. So Romans chapter four, verses 18 through 21. This left my, I've been reading through the book of Romans. So this is kind of what reminded me of it. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him. So shall your offspring be? Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was, listen to this, as good as dead. He was about 100 years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead, okay? Dead. Do you know that the God that we serve raised the dead? Like he breathed life into those who were dead, okay? He can do it. And the cool thing is, he doesn't just use Christians to do it. he can use anybody, OK, to do this. And so you might be like, "But I don't know anyone. like, how is this going to be for me? If he can do it for me, he can do it for you." So I want you to know that. As it continues, yet yeah, he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. Do you believe that God has the power to do it? I want you to think about your own life. If there's something that God is calling you to, because he has called every single one of us to something. You can be so buried and so like numbed out in the world that you can't hear from God or you can't see what's right in front of you. But I am telling you, he has called every single person, To do something. And it is about getting out of this place of complacency and moving forward, okay? In that message that I listened to from that pastor yesterday, Pastor Mark, he said something. He said, you might say, I don't have faith that big. That's okay. The fact that you can acknowledge that your faith ain't that big, that's okay. Because your faith will be strengthened when you take that first step whatever that first step is. And if you are saying, okay, but I don't know what God is calling me to do. I want you to start slowing down. That's probably the first thing you should do. Figuring out a way to carve out time to be still. Because in today's world, we are so busy going from here to there, filling our mind with something every moment of every single day. How could you even hear from God? You're drowning his voice out with the sound of all the other things around you, whether it be social media or the news or TV or friends or whatever, work, any uh, like school activities. We drown him out with a lot of things unintentionally. So if you are saying, I don't know what God is calling me to do, that might be your first step. But also know that it is in the little tiny little steps. You take that first step, then he's going to give you more clarity. You may not know the big picture yet. That's okay. That is totally okay. I made a decision. And if you follow me on Instagram at Melissa That Official, I shared a reel. And today is like, I started in 2018 going to the mailbox because I was in a funk and in a deep, dark depression. And I knew that I could not go where I knew God was calling me to go until I did something. Listen, I didn't know what to do. But I knew something had to be better than nothing. So I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to walk to the mailbox. Because that to me was just this little, like, I don't know. it was like I heard this voice, God saying, just walk to the mailbox. Like, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to do it all today. I just want you to walk to the mailbox and trust while you're walking to that mailbox. That is what's going to be necessary for where I am going to take you. Having that heart of expectation I was flipping through my journal. Y'all know, sometimes I love sharing journal entries with you guys. Sometimes I don't really love it. But a few months ago, April, actually, I went through the book of Joshua. I've talked about Joshua a lot, but I'm going to remind you again, because Joshua, like, it's just a great story of being obedient and doing what God has called you to do. So God's promise was Joshua chapter one, verse two. I'm going to read it. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set foot as I promised Moses, okay? So in this, I'm going to talk about four things. Get ready. This is like, if you read through, I believe probably just chapter one in my notes, I see four things. Get ready, the promise, his ask, your obedience. I'm going to say that again. Get ready, the promise, his ask, your obedience. And it's over and over. Like it says it over and over. Get ready. Joshua chapter one, verse 11 says it again. It says, go to the camp and tell the people, get your supplies ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord is giving you for your own. Okay, like again, get ready. Like I have heard that word for two years now, get ready. Like you've got to get ready because I am taking you somewhere and you need to be ready. How can I take you somewhere if you aren't ready? It is time to get ready. Getting ready may look different for every single one of us, but I am telling you, you have to get ready. He wants to take you somewhere. Let me also tell you that the freedom that comes when we just take that step is indescribable. I cannot even tell you the amount of freedom that has come in my life because I was willing to take that one step in obedience as I did that first thing. And that was getting ready, start getting ready. What does that look like? For me, that was walking to the mailbox. That was me getting ready. He said, get ready. And I'm like, okay, "Okay. we'll walk to the mailbox. I don't know what else to do, but I'm going to walk to the mailbox. And that was what I did. So sometimes I feel awkward actually like reading my prayers and like my talks with God to you guys. But I think that like, I just want you to hear my heart in this because this was a day that I'm just like, wow. So on April 26th, this is what I had wrote. Dear Jesus, I am in all of what you are doing. Every day you are making a way. Thank you for it all. You are so good. Help me remember that something is better than nothing and let me never forget your way is always greater. Thank you for helping me find freedom. I want that for you. I want you to have freedom. I want you to have the peace that comes. I want you to have that fire for God to be like willing to do his work. I've said a couple of times, and I'm the girl who's scared of everything, okay? The girl that's scared of everything. And if you were to tell me, like, you're going to do this. If I knew that was God, I would do it. I know that his mission is greater than what I have right here and today. And if that was what my purpose was, it's done. It is done, I will do it. And so I want that for you. I just want you to think about that message. Get ready, the promise. Like the promise is, he is with you. You aren't doing this alone, okay? You are not doing this alone. His ask, chapter one, verses three through five, that's where I had written down the promise. It says, I will give you every place you set foot. Your territory will extend on. No one will be able to stand up against you. He will be with you, never leave you or forsake you. Do you hear me? Your territory will extend on. No one will be able to stand up against you. When you are doing the work of God and when he calls you to do something and you start walking that out, you just do what he says. He will do it he will do it. Everything comes from God, right? Like Everything comes from God. If everything comes from God, he can do it. Do you hear me? He can do it. Okay. So his ask of us, Joshua chapter one, verse seven, be strong, courageous, lead, obedient, meditating on God's word. Stay on the path. That's what I have down be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Don't get hung up on that. Obey the law. Be obedient in what you know is right. Like, don't get so like, I feel like sometimes we can try, especially those of us who are like perfectionists and we're like, we don't want to mess up. Sometimes the idea of messing up, and that seer causes us to not even get started. I don't want you to not get started. I want you to do what you can do and know that is enough and grace will cover you in the rest, okay? Be obedient in what he calls you to do your best, like grace do the rest. And then the commands. Again, chapter one, verse nine. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. Or the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. Do you want to grow closer in your faith? Do you want to have the faith that you hear these crazy stories about, like where it's just like this outrageous faith where they can just unapologetically serve him? If so, know that it's when you leave your comfort zone and you start walking this stuff out. Your faith may not be super strong right now, but when you take that one step, just one step, God is with you. And when God is with you, guess what happens? You grow closer to him because he is in your ear. You have to lean on him. You're going to rely on him because you cannot do this on your own. Every single time I think I can do this on my own, God like sends me a little reminder like, nope, this isn't you. And when he calls us to these big things, these crazy, outrageous, impossible looking things, it's an opportunity for him to show off so that you can testify and share the testimony and give glory to him like yeah that wasn't me because I'm super insecure I'm super anxious I'm super like this right here did I ever think I'd be talking about God on social media in a live video if you was to ever ask me if I would do this let's say five years ago I've been like are you freaking out of your mind I don't know the Bible that well I didn't grow up in church went out of all kinds of things that I could say but God. Every single time when I start hearing from God, and if you don't know, like just start slowing down and just listen for those little nudges. It's like a whisper in your heart, not your ear necessarily. I don't hear an audible voice, but I definitely hear from God. And so when I hear that whisper to my heart, like I've started recognizing it. And every single time that I would dismiss it and be like, yeah, that's disobedience. Let's be obedient, okay? Also, I'm going to tell you, Definitely go read more in the book of Joshua. So it talks about Jericho. The book of Joshua is just full of so much goodness. I definitely just go. If you haven't read it lately, go read it again. Okay. Now I want to tell you a story of somebody in our church that we currently go to. He felt this like overwhelming feeling to pray for my child. How many of you would not do that if you felt that that little whisper to your heart that says, go lay hands on that kid, go lay hands on that kid. I need you to pray for him. How many of you would be like, I mean, the kid didn't go to the altar. The kid was not at the altar for an altar call. okay? the kid didn't raise his hand and say, pray for me. But this guy was obedient and walked that out because he like, first of all, you can you start recognizing when you're obedient the voice of God, like you will know. And so he came and he laid hands on my kid and my kid that made a difference in his life because someone was willing to do that even when he like he didn't raise his hand or anything like that. Most of us would have and some days, even me, when I have felt led to do that, I'm like, I don't know that person. That's so weird. God, seriously, like I'm ashamed to say that, but there are some days when I'm like, if you tell me one more time, I might do And so just be willing to be obedient and do that thing. Say yes and just do it. Don't worry about the consequences. Don't worry about what people will think. Just do it. And the more often you say yes, the easier it gets, okay? So I hope that serves you well and just gives you That when you are obedient and you surrender and say, okay, God, here I am, use me. He will use you. He wants to use you. He's telling you what he would like you to do. But you're either in disobedience, some of you guys, I mean, some of you guys, I know you're actually doing the work and I want you to know to keep the faith and know that even though there's hard days, that million dollar check that church had gotten, like someone could do that for you maybe not a million dollars, but whatever it is for that breakthrough to come and what God is calling you to do, He can do it. It's in His time, not yours, okay? Hey friends, that's it for this episode. If you found value, I would love it if you could take a couple of seconds and leave me a quick review. While it may seem super simple, it is so beneficial and gives me the opportunity to help more women. Also take a screenshot and share it on social media with your biggest aha today. Don't forget to tag me at MelissaBadOfficial so we can connect. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friend, keep walking it out one baby step at a time because God's got you.